0: And he said, behold the fire and the wood but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, my son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went both of them together. Lord, we love you, thank you for this place and your people, your power and your presence, most of all. Lord, I pray that you'd bless your preachers, God, and give us the unction of the Holy One, and Lord, speak to hearts tonight. God, may everyone, when they leave this building, know that the lamb is in their heart. We're gonna give you glory and honor and praise, for we ask it in the precious name of Jesus, Amen, you can be seated. Now look over at your neighbor and say, you're looking as good as you can tonight. <laughs> I got to thinking about this, and this is one of my favorite subjects to preach on. And I, I guess I, I've got a wild, wide spiritual Imagination. I believe these people back then, just like we're people now, they might've dressed different, didn't have maybe the things that we have as convenience, but they were just people. So I, and I know everything that happens in the Bible, everything that Jesus done and God's done is all written in this Bible because the Bible said the world wouldn't contain the books. If just what Jesus done while he was here in 33 and a half years, and man, they've been forever. So I imagine they're walking along. Abraham's not told Sarah, maybe he told her where they're going, but not why they're going. In the sense, uh, they're going to worship. She probably understands that, but she does not realize, I don't think that Isaac's the offering for the sacrifice or I'd say when Abraham got up that morning, he couldn't have found her or the boy. Now, I'm saying that because I figured that's what my wife would do. There's something about a mother and her child that's just special. It's not that dads don't love their children, we do, but it's just different from a mother. So he takes the wood that he's probably planted in there uh, in the chapter before and he's hewn it and he's cut it and split it himself. So therefore you better watch what you plant. And he split the wood and laid it upon his boy and they're going to sacrifice and him and God's the only one that knows that Isaac's the sacrifice. And as they're walking along, Isaac realizes, now the most scholars that I read after uh, say Isaac was not a little boy. He was probably somewhere between the age of 18 and 33. So let's just say he's 25. He's not a little kid. He's a young man. And they're walking along and this ain't their first time to worship. And and Isaac realizes they've got what they need except one thing's lacking. And when he asks his dad, he says, Father and Abraham, I like what Abraham says. Abraham says, here am I. Earlier in the chapter, it says, here, he says, here I am. There's a difference being where you wanna be and where God's got you. Amen. <laughs> Whoa, I'll run that through again. I said, there's a difference in you being where you wanna be and God wanting you where he wants you to be. So they're walking along, he says, hey dad He said, we've got the fire, we've got the wood, we've got the knife but where is the lamb? And Abraham says, one of the earliest prophecies, uh, prophesying statements, my son God will provide himself a lamb. I believe Isaac might have been a little bit like me, a little bit rambunctious, a little bit you know, high strung a little bit outspoken and when his dad might have said you say, now preacher, you don't know he's Said this well, you don't know he didn't, amen. And I'm just preaching tonight, so you can preach it however you want to when you preach it. I believe, oh, Isaac might have looked at his dad when he said, God will provide himself a lamb. Isaac might have said, Well, where's he at? Where's he at? but God will provide and would provide himself a lamb. I'm preaching on where's he at tonight. My friend, our country is trying to put him aside. They're trying to put him down. Our government has forgot that there is a God in heaven. They use him as some kind of just a little bit of a, like a statue or a spare tire when tragedy happens. Then they want God. Listen, we've thrown God out of our schools We've thrown him out of our courthouses. Where is God? Where's he at? I'll tell you where he's at. He's where he's always been. He's now sitting at the right hand of God. Where's he at, preacher? I see him in the scriptures. I see him in creation. What do you mean? In the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. And the same was in the beginning with God. And without him there was nothing made. That was made. Oh. he was there when God said let us make man and he reached down and he formed a body from the dust of the earth and then God breathed into him the very breath of God and Adam became a living soul he always has been he always will be there's never been a time he's not been there'll never been a time he won't be where is he I'll tell you, he's in the heart of his people. I see him in creation. I see him in the scriptures. Somebody said, well, he's not in the Old Testament. I said, dear Lord, can't you read? The Bible says, I'm telling you, he's the first, the last. He's the beginning and the end. He's the Alpha and Omega. Can I just tell you, where is the lamb? Bless God, where's he at? He's the Rose of Sharon. He's the Lily of the Valley. He's the bride in the morning star. He is Alpha and Omega. He's the first, he's the last. He's the beginning beginning and the end he's the one that was and is to come the everlasting father he is the bread of life he's the water to them that are thirsty he's the healer to them that are sick he is the savior of all the world how do you know that preacher I'm glad you asked for Christ hath not entered in to the holy place made by hand which are the figures of the true of it now into heaven itself and not that he should often suffer as the priest of old with the blood of others but now in the last day hath he put away sin that he by the sacrifice of himself and as it's once appointed unto man to die after this the judgment but unto them that look for him shall he appear a second time unto sin without salvation where's he at preacher where's he at Isaac where's he at dad I'll tell you where he is he's over yonder on the other side of glory watching what's happening on the earth and the Bible said that he appeared in the fire I believe he was the fourth man in the fire I believe he was the line of tribe of Judah in David's den of lions I believe bless God he's the coin that they had to spare when the famine came glory to God hallelujah to the Lamb of God who was his Name, glory. I'm here to tell you, friend, he is all that you'll ever need. Where's he at? He's at Rubyville tonight. Amen. Praise his holy name that sat on the throne a book with within and on the back side was sealed with seven seals thereof and I heard a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice who is able to open the book and loose the seals thereon and John said nobody in heaven nobody in earth nobody beneath the earth was found able to open the book but he said as I sat weeping an elder cried to me and said weep not John behold the lion and the tribe of Judah have prevailed and he's able to open the book and loose the seals thereof I'll tell you bless God he's the son of God And then the time came when 400 years and some had passed and God had no contact with man. God spoke not to a prophet. 430 years I believe. Not a word. And men did in their eyes what seemed right unto them. That's where we're at today. Oh, God's talking. The world just ain't listening. Where's He at, Dad? He'll provide Himself. All those years. Day after day, the sun rose. The sun set. The seasons changed four times a year. But one morning, the sun rose. And the writer said, when the fullness of time had come, it pleased God. Who to send his only begotten son born of a woman yet without sin and the angel came from heaven and said Mary thou hast found favor in God's eyes the Holy Ghost shall come upon you And ye shall conceive in thy womb. And this thing which is born of you shall be the son of God. She said, how can these things be? Seen, I've never known a man. Oh, listen, friend, when God devises a plan, you can either get in or get out, but the plan will go on. He said the Holy Ghost is going to come on you. Where's he at, Dad? Oh, thank God after a thousand years. God remembered his promise, for unto you a son is born, unto you a child is given. And when Mary said, whoo, I believe it unto thy handmaid as thou hast said, I believe the Lord Jesus was transformed from the heavenlies. His name was Word, and he come to the womb of a virgin girl, and they called his name Jesus. And he shall save the people from their sin. I say, Where's he at, friend? Oh, he's here. Bless God, he came to earth. He's there, born. And 12 years old, oh, we see him in the church. And then at 30 years, there's a man who came out of the wilderness preaching, Repent Amen. for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He might have had honey on his beard, but he had heaven on his his breath and he said oh they said are you the one are you the one he said no where's he at he's a coming after me I need baptizing with water and with fire there's one coming after me who will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with the fire of heaven and one day John was baptizing in the river and he looked down that Jordan and here come that long leg Nazareth. A walking down that shore. Where's he at? John said, behold the, the Lamb way, of God. the, way,
1: the yeah. sin of the
0: world. There was Jesus standing and he
1: said, John said, I have need that you baptize me. And he said, no, it must come to pass as the Father had said. You must be baptized of thee to be identified as the Son of the living God and he was baptized, and they seen the Holy Ghost come down upon him, and it lit upon him as a dove, and he identified him as the living Son of God. Hey, behold the Lamb! the Pharisees didn't know it but everybody that come down and got touched by the Spirit of God knew that he is and was and forever shall be the Lamb of God what did he come to do he came to take away the sin of the world we see him behold the Lamb we see him standing in the water. And it's not long after that, 33 years later, we see this. We see him as the sacrifice for the sin of man. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Ha ha ha! Ha ha become obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. We see that blood there, brother Josh. We see the sacrifice of the very son of God and they're standing by and they don't think it's him, but my friend, it's him. Who is it? Behold the lamb. We see him standing in the water. We see him as the sacrifice for sin and bless the holy name of God. Listen, he is the savior of the world. We're not redeemed with corruptible things. But what are we redeemed by? By the precious blood. As a lamb without blemish and without spot. Who is that? That's my savior. Folks read it in the Old Testament and they say, that covenant's no good anymore. Let me tell you, he fulfilled the law, but there's many of them still under it today. We see him in that place. There he is. Oh my. I stood in that Jordan one time, had them baptize me again. Somebody said, you shouldn't be baptized. One faith, one Lord, one baptism. I said, praise God, that's the Holy Ghost. They can wet me however many times I want to. I said, I didn't fly halfway across the world to not get in this river and go under. Praise God, they put me down, Brother Kevin, and I looked down the creek. It's not real big. I looked down that thing. I thought, this may not be the spot, but it might have been right down there. And I looked down, thought it could have been right down there. But somewhere down there, praise God, in that same river, the Son of God went down. I didn't turn I come back up. Woo! Sure, what's going to happen to me after I die? Why? Because he's the Son of God, and my sin has been forgiven, and he's my Savior. Anybody here know who Ronnie Reagan is? Not, not the president. Uh I'm in the right place. Ronnie Reagan's a Church of God preacher in East Tennessee. And I'd heard stories about him. And I'd listened to that guy preach on multiple tapes. And you know where I met him? Jerusalem. <laughs> we lived within 100 miles of each other all night. I never met him, got to Jerusalem. And the preacher said, Hey, that's that guy I was telling you about. Here he come, bigger than life, walking right in the room. Only God can do that. Here's what happened and I'll be brief. I can tell it in five minutes. Ronnie is raised in a moonshiners home in East Tennessee, a mean man. Beat his mama half to death. Kept the kids beat up all the time. They said they'd run and hide. When he come home, they crawled under the house to get away from him. He is too fat to get under there and get on him. And they'd hide under the house. And he'd come in and said if he caught them, he'd beat them nigh on to death just because they's there. Ronnie said, that's the way I was raised and I didn't love nothing or nobody. He said, one of my neighbors had a little lamb and said, I'm gonna give you something. And they gave that boy a lamb. And he said, that little lamb come up to him and said, it loved on him. Said, every time, every time he'd turn around would bump him in the back of the leg, said, it'd eat out of his hand. Said, he slept with it, took care of it. He said, he said, now my mama loved me, but she couldn't because of my wicked daddy. And so said so. I said, the thing that loved me was this lamb, unconditional, that lamb loved me. He said, every day when I'd get, a, I'd, I'd come off the school bus, and he said, that lamb was just like a dog. It'd be waiting at the end of the driveway. And he said, there's my lamb. He said, I'd walk home. He said, that lamb, I said, bumping right behind my leg said, he got home one day and he got off the school bus and there's no lamb there. He said, oh, where's my lamb? He went, he went walking down to his house and there's his daddy drunk as always and said, there's blood everywhere. And daddy is working on an old truck. And he said, he noticed a hammer laying up on the fender of the truck. And he said, that hammer was covered in blood and said, said he walked around behind the truck and said, there was his, there was his lamb. That little lamb had come down there and bumped up against that daddy and that daddy took that that ball peen hammer and beat that lamb's brains out. Said there's just blood everywhere he would beat that lamb, said, there laid that lamb dead. There's the only thing he said that I loved and said it was dead. He said, I walked off into the woods and I was hard and I said, I'll never love anything again. He said, nobody's gonna love me and I'm not gonna love nothing. He said, and it started. He said, I lived my teenage years in and out of trouble. I'd fight anything that moved and he said, I was big enough to whip it. He said, there wasn't nothing I was afraid of and I didn't love nobody. Time ticked on, I'll shorten the story. He said he met a little girl one time. How many of us guys in here been rescued cause God sent us a precious woman? Here he is, he met this girl, but he's still mean as the devil. And she loved him, fell in love with this rotten, no good boy. He said he's still mean. He's chased by the law, put in jail, breaks out of jail. He's in jail from Atlanta, Georgia to Knoxville, Tennessee. He's a fighting, running moonshine, They're doing whatever he wants to do. One day he's got a little boy. Now they, they have a little boy. And the little boy's wanting to go with daddy. Takes his little boy to a liquor store. There he is sitting in the truck waiting on his dad, said he walked into a liquor store and said a, a man just brushed by and bumped him, didn't mean to, just bumped him. He said, I balled up my fist, hit him in the side of the head and knocked him across the room. He knocked liquor bottles everywhere. They broke and said that I didn't knock him out. Said when he come up, he had a broken liquor bottle in his hand and said he run at me and I dodged and he stabbed me in the shoulder and cut my arm off my body. Said it was just hanging by the bone. He said, I nearly bled to death. And I'd had two friends that died in a wreck just a few weeks before that and said the ambulance, I thought I was dying, the ambulance filled with smoke. He said, this was all in my subconscious. He said, and I could hear them boys yelling, Ronnie, don't come here. He said, time ticked on. He got over that. Somehow he lived through it. He got over that and said, said one day, said his wife, said uh, there's a revival down here at church and said, I'm gonna go to church tonight. And he said, well, you can go to church if you want to and I ain't going to church. Said she went to church that night and that preacher got up and preached. Boy, thank God for preachers. that yes. hey, get up and preach. Said, that preacher preached. And his wife said, my heart burst in me and said, I come forward and said, I must be saved. <laughs> she was gloriously saved. Said, he come home drunk at night, looked there and said, what's wrong with you? Something different about you. She said, Ronnie, I got saved tonight at the church. He said, you got saved, what does that mean? She said, I, I asked the Lord to forgive me and I, I'm taking him as my savior. He said, you can do whatever you want to, but don't expect me to do it. He said, time ticked on. That revival's kicking on. He said, I wouldn't go to that revival. I wasn't getting into that religious stuff. I still hated everybody and everything. Cared a little bit about my wife and my boy, but not much more. He said, one Sunday morning, she said, Ronnie, we've got a guest preacher said, said, would you come to church with me this morning? He said, and I don't know why i done it. He just told her, said, I'll go. He said, I walked in there. I walked in there and sat down on the back row. No offense to you on the back row. Everybody can't sit on the front row, I understand. (laughs) Little country church sits down on the back row and he said, he said that preacher got up And he used the text, behold the lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. He said when he mentioned a lamb, he said my mind went back to a 12-year-old boy that got off a school bus and found a bloody lamb laying on the ground. It said he preached and said he shed his blood for you and that lamb died for you. He said all I could think about was my dead lamb, the only thing I ever loved and it ever loved me. He said all of a sudden I can't tell you what happened. He said but that lamb came back alive. (laughs) He said I come forward, I begin to cry out to God and I said I'll take the lamb. the lamb showed up and took me. Yeah. Do you know the lamb? Where's he at? Is he living in your heart tonight? If you don't know him, would you come? Cause that- Because that lamb died for you.